Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I am your host, Tyler. And I am your co-host, Till, who failed his wisdom save for a witty thought. If you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void oh, about various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Um, the thing that just came to mind was something fucking shit. Did oh. That, did it happen today? Or no, do you ever um use that website, Who the Fuck is My Character? No. Who I, the Fuck is My D&D no, Character? No, no, I actually, I saw a... Uh... You think your character's cool. My character is a fucking philosophical tiefling paladin from the tundra who likes to settle arguments with headbutting contests. Yes. I saw that, and I almost downloaded... There's a shortcut for it, but it's only for iOS. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's actually a lot of fun. It is. I like it. I like the concept I of it. I feel it's like just... that could really help some people, like, build a truly unique character. My character is a fucking unbalanced elf paladin from the wilderness who has a serious weapons fetish. I could make that character. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think these are really funny. Driven human monk from the base of a volcano who loves to haggle. <laughs> so you're... <laughs> so, I don't want to say it. <laughs> gentle tiefling cleric from the Improbable Peaks who won a duel they were supposed to lose out of sheer luck. That one's kind of boring. All right. I think those are kind of funny. And yeah. I, I kind of want to use one for my next character, but it... No, we already have the next characters. I know. We, last episode, we discussed this. No, I have a million next characters. We you are know bards, why? damn it. Do you know why I have a million next characters? Because I never get to fucking play that. Ty, I am playing regularly, and I still have a million characters. Yeah. It doesn't change just because you were playing. I should just quit. I'm not doing this anymore until one of you runs one of freaking one shot. Good, you're never going to do it again. That's so disappointing. It's, it hurts. It's so embarrassing. Okay, hit me, bitch. Uh, I think it's your turn. No, I drew the last one. Did you? Yeah. God damn it. Draw. Draw. Oh, this is bad. I'm bad mojo? Bad one. There's no bad topics in there. There's always bad topics. It just, it just says bad topic. <laughs> uh, is it magic items? Good and bad examples Shit. of unusual treasure or rewards. Okay. See, that's not magic necessarily items, magic items. Cursed items, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et okay. I think that uh, anyone who listened to our last episode will be ready to go for this. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, good examples, bad examples. It's unusual items, though. It's this, so this is precluding standard. I think right now globes, we should just blah, blah, blah. ignore common uncommon items. I think rarer hires where we should be focusing. Uh, unusual treasure or rewards. So I'm going to ignore any magic item that's in the books. Okay. Right. Anything that's in there. Fuck it. Doesn't count. Fine. Right. Go ahead. So we're talking homebrewed. Okay. We're talking titles, property, mm-hmm. uh, special powers. Okay. Like what are they called? Boons. Mm-hmm. We're talking pets, okay. slaves, mm-hmm. all that shit. Okay. Pro- uh, I already said property. Yep. Um, you know, like uh, being, being the lord of the thing. So um, probably one of the best examples that just pops to mind uh, was actually in the campaign that you and I were both PCs in that uh, our friend, uh, we'll call him W, mm-hmm. uh, ran – Imagine uh, George W. Bush leading. <laughs> I can. Uh, All right. So and in that, I was uh, an artificer, yeah. and yeah. I actually found Pokemon? schematics to upgrade my gun. Mm. 
it was a very unique system that he mm-hmm. had developed, and I could find different ones that would do different things, I like, like uh, a silencer, a scope, et cetera, et cetera. I like that. Yeah, it was, it was. I actually loved it. I Character, thought it was a very brilliant stroke. Character-specific treasures are always a hit. Always. 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 You can't go wrong giving something that this person is, it, that is specifically designed for this Even person. Even if it's not a practical item, it's like, oh, this, you happen to have found the signed painting of your mother done by so-and-so before she died. Perfect. Like, oh, I must keep this forever. Perfect. Exactly. It, it has serves, no, it doesn't have to serve a purpose. No. It just has to be unique. And I think that is the one thing, the one thing I will say is there are always times where it's unique for a bad reason. Uh, it could be a cursed item that's running your family or something. And We need more cursed items. I think that the problem with cursed items is that, and I will be the first one to admit that I do this, as soon as I find out it's cursed, I get rid of it or I remove the curse. Which is as you should. You need people that are willing to, and Critical Role is the best example of this. Grog played along with Craven's Edge, even though it was fucking crazy. But its curse wasn't, like... It directly affecting him for a really long time. No, no, but but you knew it was an evil thing. Yeah. So. But he said di- that's a different but situation. He, no, no, no. But he said, as a character, I am stupid enough to not realize that this is a terrible thing and that it is driving me to do terrible things like plunge my sword into a dying foe but and things like that. But the same could be said for a deck of many things. Don't get me started on a deck of many things. But my point is that. Most people will realize something's cursed and get rid of it quickly. So this is the situation, same campaign we were just talking about. I acquired a item that I could not get rid of. I mm-hmm. was infatuated with yes. it. I also couldn't tell anyone that it was cursed. Yes. And it had a negative cumulative effect on me every day. Yes. Those three things combined literally made me a character want to die. Yes, bad magic. I tried out. to kill myself, and the DM ruled, no, you can't. So, uh, to, to elaborate, you had a bag of devouring, I believe, or something it along was, those lines. It was something like that. It was an interdimensional, space. It was an interdimensional space, space, and you tried to jump into another interdimensional space, extra-dimensional space, to kill myself. To kill yourself, yes. and presumably... Rid, and rid us of the curse. And rid you of the curse. Did not work. And he, he just said, no, it doesn't work. That... You, you, you can't give something like that. And no, then... you, it can't be so punishing. Yes. No, no, the effect can be absolutely punishing, but you have to give me a way to get rid of it. Yeah. But if you say it's cursed, you can't get rid of it. Cool, I understand I can't get rid of it. But you also can't talk about it. Therefore, I can't tell you guys this is cursed. We need to find a way to get rid of it. So it's just perpetually attached to me forever. Yeah. Forever. Forever. There's no, unless I accidentally stumbled into an anti-magic field and it was like, oh, guys, by the way, this bag that I can't get rid of is cursed. <laughs> um. So those three things in combo sucked. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that the DM's like, nope, mm-hmm. can't kill yourself, yeah. which yeah. is BS. Like, Let me kill myself. Let me take my own life. Come on. So cursed uh, items. I think, they, I think they can serve a purpose. Yes. And I think that they can really like give you a, an interesting arc. I think what you are talking about with Grog especially is that the benefit versus the cost. Yeah. Right. Like it was definitely helping. It eventually tried to eat his soul. Sure. But, I mean, it That's did a cost. lot of damage. Sabrina Spellman, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, she might have to sign away her soul with those magic powers. Or just in general, uh, a full Malchemist, equivalent exchange. Ah, uh, yes. Great power Full-man comes exchange. at a great cost. Well, those happen to be the souls of those killed by the Nazis. Sure. You watched regular Full Metal Alchemist. I watched Brotherhood. I so liked regular Full were, Metal Alchemist. Didn't have to worry about the Nazis, but that's neither no, here nor there. Fucking Brotherhood sucks. It's too. You are wrong. It's too nope. childish. This is a different podcast. We'll get to that later. The so also, what about things like titles or property? The problem with that that I have experienced as a player, yeah. 
you never stay somewhere long enough for it to matter. But having a home base is nice. Would be nice until your home base gets destroyed, which it will. Yeah. Uh, it's unavoidable. Yeah. If you're some sort of hero that's ridding the world of evil, evil is eventually going to come knocking at your front door. True. That happening, critical role, it happens in any campaign. Yeah, I don't know. I give you guys some titles. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head in the in the Far King campaign that you enjoyed having them. Yeah. They didn't do much, they, but it was like, hey, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It feels um, good. And people will have to address you by them and that sort of stuff. I ran a campaign once where uh, one of the characters was not necessarily elected, but more so appointed. Sure. Uh, mayor of a town. Was he a bear? He was. He was Mayor Bear. No, I really? should be not. He was a druid. Oh, that man, shit changed I'm awesome. Into a bear. He was Mayor Bear. Um, and uh, it was fine, but they left that town and never went back. And oh, so, boo. I'm, but that's that's just the nature of being an adventurer. Maybe he did go back after, you know, the two months of adventure. That's true. At the end of the campaign I was yeah. just referring to, your characters ahead of the Pelor shirt, Pelor. And Bing Bong Machong is the leader of New Ding Dang. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like gibberish yeah. when I say it Lord out loud. Commander, yeah. Just a side note for those of you who haven't seen me discuss this or hear me discuss this before. The character was named Bing Bong. Bing Bong Machong. Came from Bing Bong Machong. He came from Ding, Ding Dang, Dang on Tong Wong Bay. And the city got raised and rebuilt as, you guessed it, New, New Ding, Ding Dang. Dang. <laughs> and this, giving me that character's name allowed me to create the entire naming convention of everyone from that city was Rhyme Rhyme, rhyme scheme. Rhyme. So Fing yeah. Fing Shingering, Poi Roy Rigadoy, all that stuff. Call Ball. Call Ball. I don't, he, he was a Rigadoy, though, so it was Call Ball Rigadoy. So he had, like, a stupid name because he was a relatively stupid character. <laughs> but the, it was so fucking funny. But he's the leader of that town, and when eventually, you know, maybe you'll encounter him again. Yes, but I think that something like that, uh, a title or a position mm-hmm. in a group, is better served after campaign, or if you're taking, uh, an, it, like you're time warping, like you're in a campaign uh, and you're like, okay, this immediate threat is over. You, you your are the characters of whatever expand, uh, a year, expend a year yeah. just of downtime. You are the captain of this pirate ship. What do you do for a year? Describe it. You know, you're you're uh, prince of this area for a year. What do you do? I cause a coup. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a military commander. Ooh. I, I I lead a coup. Coup. We should lead more coups. The um. The other one that I liked doing with Bing Bong Wajong specifically, strangely how I used a lot of these with him, was the non-item magic power where he gained the power of the Yeti. The Yeti he could, spirit. He could cast enlarge on himself like a couple times a day or yeah. something for, I don't know, a couple minutes. I, I had a similar power. And he forgot to use it in the end. Uh, it was, I don't say utterly useless, but fairly Your healing useless. orbs? No, the berserkers that I could conjure. Yeah, you could conjure a team. Did yeah. you not use them at the end either? I did. Yeah. I used it at the end, and they tried to attack the Farking and missed every time. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. they got plus five to their attacks. So they're hit or miss, but I think <laughs> uh, effectively they're referred to as boons in the DM's guide. Yes. And they have a, a great list of them for epic level characters, epic level boons. But I think giving passive abilities to players that aren't reliant on an item can feel huge. Special. Even, even when it's not a huge ability. It's just special. And that's yeah. the difference it's between a, a magic item and a great magic item or a great magic ability. It makes you feel special. Yes, you are unique. This No one else has this. Everyone may have plus one swords, but no one has this ability. Even if it's something small, it's like, you know, at will, you can make your voice sound like speaking through a megaphone. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. That's I something can walk that into a room I can and like, booming voice. Yes, I have thaumaturgy at will. Yeah. Even um, though I'm not a spellcaster. Yeah, well, 
bomb charge is cool because you like your eyes open on fire. You can travel the ground around you. Just just a little bit though. Yeah, it's it's, it's a trip, so it has limits. I know, but it's it's visually very cool. That's what torment, that's what torment did when she before she cast spells. Is she dead? Hmm. <laughs> no, she's not dead. Uh, she's so. I think unique magical abilities that aren't tied to an item are probably my favorite thing. But I think with that, in order to really drive it home, I think any good magical item, especially unique ones, have to require attunement or some sort of mm. sacrifice. Not necessarily sacrifice, but it, it must take something to get it. Mm-hmm. So that in the, this is kind of the the least unusual is just homebrew magic treasure at that point. Yes. You think that any any proper homebrew item... I don't... No, not necessarily all homebrew items. You might just make, you know, something simple like a uh, uh, fan, like one of those paper fans, but maybe it uh, can turn fan to steel. Of wind. Or it can turn to steel three times a day and de- deflect an arrow or something. You know, something like that. Um, That's interesting. Like a collapsible yeah. shield. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, a collapsible shield. So it doesn't... It doesn't. No, I I don't know, but it, it should be. It should be, but it like how Captain America's punchy punches can expand out of his arm at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> it doesn't have to be attunement or a huge thing, but I think the best things do require that level. Yes, I would agree with you in that you want this is something that you're gonna you want to use it anyway, mm-hmm. so you might as well commit to the space. Yes. So that's which is the one item that you guys are apparently never going to care about in the game is an item that allows you more attunement slots. That I made. That sounds fun. Yeah, I know. What's it like an artificer's belt or something? No, it's the bracers that are related to the rings. Oh yeah, I mean that's never going to happen. It it was such. I mean that's the you, we're, we don't even the characters don't even know about those right yes. now. You know, these characters don't because we're on because yeah. if you listen to the past episodes. But yeah, you gave tangent. the ring to the wrong person. No, I keep God on. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. I'm sure that once we're not imprisoned and facing the end of the world, it's just him. Uh, we will definitely go about finding the other rings of power. So, side note, important note, actually, unusual treasure should be to be most effective catered to the recipient. That way they don't want to trade it away. Agreed. Sell it. Agreed. Or overlook it. Agreed. It should be something that they go, ooh, this is mine. This is precious. It's my <sighs> precious. Exactly. Smeagol didn't even put the ring on. Just looked at it. Just looked at it. It's precious to him. He didn't put it on, right? No. Not on his finger. <sighs> that makes me really uncomfortable, actually, to think about. Mm-hmm. That's totally precious. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie, by the way. Such a good movie. First one? Oh my god. So good. I was in tears. And Return of the King. Yes. Second. So no, I don't know. The Battle of Helm's Deep is probably the best battle in the entire oh. series. Oh, no, 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 no. I love the March of the Ents. Yes. But that happens at the same time yes. as the Battle of Helm's yes. Deep. Not least, that's part of it. You're like, but I'll, everything that's happening or, right now. When the Berserker or Akai is just running towards the gates at Helm's Deep and just blows himself up, it's like, oh! Take him down, Legolas. Oh. Take him down. And he failed. Mm. I love it when the, when the fucking heroes, heroes fail. fail. Yep. But I can't cut your fucking hand off and let you fail. Nope. God, you're such a hypocritical motherfucker. Let me fail with all my extremities. I'll Ooh, fail on my own. You can be a you could be a basket case. Oh. Um. The I actually think movies and things are a great reference for unique magic items. Yeah, I agree. Just with like that. we talked about in the past episode, where, where Fantastic Beast with the Niffler and the creature that has an extra dimensional pocket. Super cool. Along those lines, um, the one shot that I did uh, around Christmas time last year. With the zombies? 
What no. Was that? no, that was w's? that was different. Oh. That was that was W's going away. Oh, the, this was just the, the story time one. The uh, where we Beowulf one. What the Beowulf? Where I was Beowulf? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every single item was homebrewed and based off of you what those. So much time. I I, I, I wasted a lot of time, but it was a lot of fun making all those items, and it was just a true joy to do. So making so. I made essentially three homebrew items for twenty different characters. So really. Unusual treasures should also be an opportunity for you, the DM, to flex some mental muscle. Like, Agreed. ooh, I should try this thing out and see how Agreed. it works. Because honestly, you can always go back and nerf it. But like, you know what, player? I, I gave you way too much. Probably power. one of my Let's favorite ones that I made was uh, the I made a a great bow, which doesn't exist in fifth edition right now. There's one back in the day. I made a great bow in mine. Yeah, but it, it does a D10. That's what Mika's bow did. Yeah, it had a strength requirement. Yeah, exactly. But it shoots a D10. Exactly, and Legolas had that in the Storytime campaign. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's, I think that's a. I think that there's a whole bunch of items like that that existed in third edition. Call back to last episode again. Third edition was great. That had things like that that required like your strength be this high, or your bows. size be this high. Composite bows. Such you a good thing. You get extra damage, but you got to be strong enough to use them. Such a good thing. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I, we should really make some more stuff like that. I think somebody probably has in D and D Beyond. So bless sure. you to those who have done that already. I, I haven't taken the time to go through all the homebrew stuff because there's a lot, a lot of, of garbage on there. No there's offense. A lot of it. There's 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 a lot of like people's I, crazy crazy shit. I feel like some people are just fleshing out ideas with it, and other people are just trying to make the best thing and then try to get their DM to say, "Can I use this? Please, Look at this homebrew content. Oh, I, I want to use this. I found this somewhere." Yeah, and that's like that's a, a constant evolving conversation with. Like with W's item, I gave him the um, the the was it the mask? No, not the yeah the mask that could duplicate his last cast spell. I thought it was a horn of some kind. It was a mask that amplified his voice. Oh, okay. And he could he had a chance whenever he cast his, uh, whenever he uh, played his bardic song to recast the last spell. So all he would do is cast prismatic spray, then cast nothing else. Just, just take cantrips. the shot. Cantrips. And he would just take the shot of casting prismatic spray infinitely over and over again. It's like all right, bro. I fucked up. You know I fucked up. We're going to roll this back a little bit, my friend. Because I was super well, overpowered. He made that easy for you. Yes, he did. <laughs> unrelated anecdote. Participation trophy. Participation trophy. So, one of my favorite items I ever made. Um, but I, I think a, a, any good example of an unusual treasure is something related to the character. It doesn't even necessarily improve your skills in combat. It just, just makes your character more interesting. Make it unique and Actually make it a part of the story, in my opinion. Exactly. Make your character in their story yes. more interesting. Yes. And, you know, a great, a great, we always use critical as a reference because I think it's a good cultural touch point for d And I think a lot of people recognize is it. Is when... Like we talk um, Acquisitions Incorporated, but a lot of people haven't seen it. When Laura's character, Vev, she's... Vex. He's, she's Vex. She's Vex Vex. 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 She becomes the lady of the hunt, sends her on a quest to yeah. do more stuff. Yeah. Like... She has, that, to do, she has to go on the ground. That reward of the title came with And stuff. that badass bow, uh, Fenthris. That was before that. Yeah, but uh, the, that bow was a great, like, and it kept evolving. Right. Which was another awesome thing. Oh, yeah. Matt's pretty smart with the, like, He's unlockable so magic items. I mean, that's not an original system of his. No, but it's, use that. he does it so well. Yeah. So fucking Upgradable well. items, side note, for those of you who are interested in unusual treasures, upgradable items is a great. The first one I brought up? Yeah, it's exactly. We're, right where we started. Great idea. Um, okay, last thoughts? Keep it original, keep it interesting. I agree. Uh, okay, we're gonna go ahead and take five. We'll be right back. That's our song. All right, welcome back um, to the back half of the show today. There should be a witch class, right? There used to be. 
I, I you could do like um uh, a warlock of a like um like old one an ancient one. Oh, like a specific patron yeah. that makes you under witchy. the category of witch yeah. a witchy woman as it were. Yeah. Or a bard that just plays that song. Witchy woman or evil woman? Witchy woman. Okay. Witchy woman by the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Or evil woman. Evil woman. Or what's the Lenny Kravitz one? American woman. American woman. That wasn't originally uh, who sings that. Lenny Kravitz. That was uh, Steppenwolf, I believe. Really? Way back in the day. I didn't know that. Right. Well, we could we have the Google machine in front of us. American woman song. Guess who? I guess who? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Lenny Kravitz with his giant scarf. You can do it. I don't like Lenny Kravitz. That's neither here nor there. Okay. Lenny, I hope you're right. listening. Deck, <laughs> it's whatever. Deck of many things over here, or deck of many topics rather. Your daughter's cool. Oh, what? Lenny Kravitz's daughter Zoe. Oh, she cool. What's the deal with leveling up? An excellent question. XP versus milestones, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. Um, How do you like leveling up? Uh, I prefer XP. Yeah. Just because then I feel like you've earned it. What earns you it? Uh, so, right here. God, any number of th- I remember, uh, any number of things can get you XP. Obviously, the simplest one is combat, because mm-hmm. uh, that has very specific XP allocations and to it. And success and failure. And success and failure. Ooh, does partial success get you partial XP in combat? So I always do um, PCs of mine. Don't be listening to this. Do I even know you have a show. Uh, no, I haven't told them. Why not? Because then they'll listen to it, and so I won't what? be able to do this. What I'm doing right now. I give way too much on the show. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell them. I'll tell them eventually okay. uh, when I'm done DMing. Uh, so in like Never. A, so in like, a, you know, to, uh, just quick side fact. We've been going for seven and a half months on that campaign. Which? The, the, the one where I'm, yeah, the one where I'm DMing. Our other ones. And they've gained five levels, so they're months. doing pretty good. That's slow. Ugh. They, they, they do a lot of role playing, which, well, let's get to this. Mm-hmm. So combat, uh... Yes, you get experience. Uh, I do experience for each thing killed, and then if you complete the entire combat, you get extra experience. I just multiply it by like usually one point one or one point two, depending okay. on the difficulty. Ten percent. Yeah. Um, Commission. And then uh, role playing. If you have a great role playing session where you're really expanding on your character, developing. Yeah, yeah, developing NPC relations, things like that. If you're sitting there debating, you know, nonsense, I don't give you anything. Right. Just sitting there discussing, you know, should we go this way or should we go this way? That that's not role playing. That's that's silliness. No, but adhering to so, your characters, role playing. So that is, those are pretty much the two big ways that uh, I reward experience. What about as a out of game reward? What do you mean? If you guys bring me a cheeseburger, uh, I'll no, give you experience. No, no, bribery, bribery, and flattery do not work. Fake news. I would totally give somebody XP if they bought me a cheeseburger. That's fine. That does not work on me. Uh, so you're in favor of the XP versus the milestone system. Very much so. So um, for those of you who don't really know, the milestone system is effectively you just play until I tell you you leveled up. Yep. Because you because you achieved something, like you finished a chapter of the story or you did this big bat or you completed this dungeon. The way I, the way I see level. it is exactly that. You get to this point in the story, you are now this You're now level. this level. Big issue with that. Can you guess what I'm about to say? Nonlinear stories. Exactly. Yeah. I'm supposed to, I, I have a plan for my group to go here, but they works. just went the exact opposite direction and then made a hard right. 100% never works to have a plan. Yeah. That's been my experience. So how how do you possibly say now it's the right time? I don't know. You got to wing it. 
You just re so the best you know for all DMs out there, the best thing to do when people don't do what you plan is you just reskin what you planned as something else. Like I planned you guys to go in this dungeon after this encounter with these things. Oh, you changed your mind. I will paint a different dungeon with a different entrance, but inside it's effectively the same thing mm-hmm. with just different faces. Yeah, that's the best way to to take care of that. Yeah. But the so, how often should players be leveling up? So as I've just stated, uh, seven and a half months, five levels. They're at low levels. How many players? Uh, there are seven PCs. Yeah, that's slow. Re- really? Five. I, I, I feel like when you're splitting XP you that mean much. Weekly. Yeah. You mean weekly? Yeah. So you're telling me you've had thirty-two sessions, approximately. Yeah. About, we've skipped a couple weeks. So that means th- they level each. up once every six sessions. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It, you know, they're starting not... Starting at level one? No, we started at level three. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Yeah, and we're at level eight. Yeah. So, two things with that. One, just because, you know, you meet every week doesn't mean that great things are being accomplished. You know, there's definite times where it's... Shopping. Very heavy on role play. Yeah. Shopping or just learning about a city Shopping. you just got to. Yes. You know, there's, there's all kinds of things where it takes a lot of time to do effectively, and I give experience for, but it's definitely not as much experience as killing 200 zombies at once. Okay. So Wait, wait. I have a question. Wait, Why is 200 zombies worth the XP it's worth? Because uh, that's a challenge, Dan. And isn't role-playing a great challenge sometimes? Not for this group. No, well, never mind. <laughs> so when I do XP, and you know this because you're subject to it. I think there's a second part. Oh, real oh, fast, second okay. part. Um, the <laughs> leveling gap at low levels is much higher than at higher levels. It's much harder to get to level 8 than to get from 8 to 10 or whatever. There's a specific math to that where yeah. I know you're right, but that's a, not necessarily the I don't. Right I don't remember the exact I do situation. Um, agree with you in that zombies tend to be a greater challenge, but sometimes players have a really hard time with the role-playing thing, and if they overcame that challenge, I would give them great XP. Mm -hmm. So when I do XP, monsters are obviously worth... What they're worth. What they're worth. Role-playing encounters are worth things. Like if you... Oh, I write in my notes. Like if they get through this and they're not dead, give them this XP. Mm -hmm. Also, just throughout the session, if you role-play successfully as your character, like if you make a decision that was really only made that way because you're your character, I make a little tally. Total them all up at the end of the session, and you get 1% of the XP required to level yep. per tally. Mm-hmm. So if five times you guys roleplay great, 5% of the way to level. Sounds like a great plan. It, it worked out really well, because in the last campaign, you guys made it from level 3 to level 20 in 14 months. Yes. It was... Now, with that... Smaller groups, I think, will always yeah. have an easier time leveling up. A, sure. because you divide the experience less, and B, because you're able to really embody your character more. So especially under your system, mm-hmm. character decisions and such or don't what? get lost. They are very That's important. That's true. That's true. So I think that in smaller groups, it's better to have uh, probably more of a role-playing sense of building because, you know, you can't do too much in terms of combat with three PCs. They're going to have a hard time dealing with, you know, a challenging creature of their own level. That's true. Whereas a party of seven PCs, if they're level eight, I can throw a challenge rating 11 at them and they'll be able to handle it fairly easily. Yeah, but does challenge rating necessarily correlate with an interesting encounter? If it's a fun challenge rating 11 creature. We did the the monster draft. No, but there's some boring challenge rating 11 creatures. I don't dispute that, but what I'm saying is that you can absolutely 
create more interesting encounters with more people in a group. So to go back to my original question, how often do, when you're a player, how often do you want to level? Um, Again, I think it depends a lot on the group. Mm-hmm. I think it depends. But you, doesn't matter, what, you're in a group. You're in a variable size group. How often do you want to level? If you meet every week, how often do you want to level? Again, like I just said, it really, because if I spend a lot of time role playing in a session, I don't expect to get as much experience. I don't expect the levels quickly. I don't like your answer. So if I'm with a group that loves to role play, I'm not, I, I understand going in that I'm not going to level as quickly. I don't like your answer because if you, as a player, because I know you, spent eight sessions at a level, you'd be like, man, I really wish I had these abilities and things that I'm planning towards. Even though you know, like, oh, I deserve to be slower behind, you wouldn't feel happy about it. <sighs> Dramatic silence. Just because I've been a PC in this group before mm-hmm. and gone through it, I was fine with it. So the, my, my, now, the, yes, in, 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 my, with you, attrition. with you, absolutely, I expect to level at a certain pace because I've played with you long enough to know the pace at which we level. Yeah, but you would you would develop a sense of like of of grinding your gears running in place, not getting progress, because that's the major progress bar for D&D characters. I've played X amount of time. I have leveled. That is one of the worst horror stories you see online. It's like, our campaign has been going for 20 months, and we've made it from level 3 to level 5. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I know a group that was very similar to that. That's an incredibly strict adherence to Monster XP divided by player count. And you fight one thing per session. Yes, basically. exactly. Like that, you only that, kill That goblins. was exactly the group. And that's never going to get anywhere. I, I, as I'm always a dealer. It doesn't matter. But they had so much fun. Like, and I think that's ultimately this is a game. Have fun. Yeah, but that's a huge fun thing for people. Leveling some up people, is fun. Some, that's not everything to everyone. No, that really is not. It. It's not everything, but every time it happens, it's, it's exciting. Good. It's ding, never. It's ding, 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 ding. Exactly. Play World of Warcraft. You glow. You flash. It never is leveling up. Like, aww. But oh no! But ooh, okay. You're never going to be like, remember that time I leveled? You're gonna be like, remember that time that we did this? The game is about experiences, not about levels. So we do um, uh, World of Warcraft rules where you level up, you are fully Ding. healed, yes. your diseases are cured, yes. everything because you leveled yep. up. So there are moments where it's like, remember that time I leveled up and it cured my petrification or whatever? Like those moments happen. Or saved your life. Saved my life. Like. You know, you were unconscious, about to die un- on your last death save, and you level exactly, and you level up, and it's like fucking. There, there are dramatic level ups. Which, going back to my major ooh exclamation, mm-hmm. what about magic items, unusual treasure? Mm-hmm. Uh, call back to segment one. That is level dependent, so you can level out of something. Oh, wouldn't that be weird? That's new. That's a new idea. Leveling out of a treasure, or leveling into one. Or leveling like you've into had one. it for like oh my god, a, a great month. Idea. And you finally you gained waiting, a level and you can like, finally use I'm it. I'm waiting until I'm powerful enough it's to like, take advantage you know, of it. It's like Borderlands or any other video game where you have to level yeah, up to there's something. there's so many games that require yeah. that. Why, do, why isn't D&D why is that? D&D? That's a great question, actually. Oh, my God. That's a really good idea. I, I can't believe we've just discovered this. If you're listening to this and you've already had this idea, kudos. Kudos. But we are just getting to yeah, this now. We've done this a long time. Eat. Even like 3.5, we never thought about that. Level, Leveling into an item. Yeah, level requirements. Why? What? I, I think it's because uh, typically... In other games like Borderlands, I can be level 99, so if I have to get to level 30, it's not going to take me yeah, but it, a ridiculous amount of time. It allows balance for the item. Yeah. Because you have a super powerful item. I give this to level 5. Like, oh, look at how powerful this requires level 8. God, no. But something to look forward to. Yeah. Even outside the story, you're like holding out of this card. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Can't wait. I'm so I can't, to level. I can't tell you how many games I've played where I've got in my inventory something that I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. 
a couple more missions and he I got it. it. Coming. He had it coming. So yeah. We're going to see Chicago. That's actually a great idea. Seeing Chicago and leveling into items or leveling no, out of items. We're going to see Chicago. I understand that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I don't know about leveling out of items. Leveling out of items. That I only bring I like it leveling up, into items, but leveling out. I, mean, I only why, bring it up as an example of a way to make the leveling moment different. matter. Like, matter make, yeah, because you're like, ooh, I'm excited, but I can't use that. Can you then hold off on leveling if you're like in the middle of a dungeon and you're like, I I need this weapon. I don't. Maybe have Maybe we else. combine this strategy with the ye old upgradable items, where you have to upgrade the item to a new tier. Because you can't use it anymore. Okay, do you, but do you do that instantly? No, you'd have to like well, you'd well, have to do something to it. Well, then that would like what if you can't use it? Now you're in the middle of a dungeon crawl and you can't use your item anymore. Strategic planning, my friend. Oh god. Strategic planning, my That'd friend. Be terrible. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I think we should look at something like that. Yeah. Um, all right. So back to XP and leveling. The my other question was what? Oh, skipping levels. I think skipping levels requires skipping time in yes. the game. Yes, hundred percent. Yes. I don't think that there's any situation where you should be like, today I'm level one and tomorrow I'm level three. Correct. Yeah. Unless you well, killed like a fucking red dragon. Those by levels kind of suck, so we can skip those levels. Yeah, but you start there. You don't. You you have a whole backstory explaining why you got to level three already. I'm I'm exactly referring to what you're referring to. It's like, all right, you guys, you finished chapter one. Your characters rest for two months, or however long, yeah. a year. Yeah, whatever. You go from level eight to level ten. Yeah. Just nice, even ten. Is that a thing? I think that I think it absolutely is, and I think there should be explanation as to what you were doing to get there. Ooh, yes. Or, I think that just develops story more. That would be interesting to like you guys were taking you finished chapter one. We're actually gonna take some time off from playing or whatever. You have to write me up a thing or or we'll describe take a session off. or describe to me what happened week, to your week. character over these twelve months mm-hmm. and based on that, you will get rewarded with X Ooh. amount of XP. And if your description sucks, you only get Last XP you if you order script. So you, it's have awesome. like a, you have a base and a max. Yeah. You can go from either level eight to level nine level or level eight to level twelve. Exactly. And it's not like it's not the content that would drive it. It's, it's like, like I killed oh, the red dragon. Oh, yeah, exactly. I went out and fought a beholder by it myself. It would be like, what was that battle like? How did it feel? Why did you do it? Like those things. Yeah. I think this we that had could, two great ideas just. That now. could be good. That could be real good. I've got some plans, my friend. And I think uh one a class that could actually uh not a class, but a Background that could make this very easy is the inheritor background. Ooh, you yeah. actually have an item that your you, dad died and you inherited. A you got to work to that. No, not money, but you have to work towards that item that he left you. Oh, the trinket. Yeah, thing. it's a it's a longsword that he used back in his day. It before. requires, and you have to get to level ten to use it. So you mm. spend all this time, and that is your goal. Everything you do drives you to use that See, longsword. I think we've been really underutilizing how XP can be Affect like an engine running the game instead of it just being. The means by which characters are gaining new abilities, it should be building a story. It should be a thing on its own that's considered. I'm like, a how do story I use mechanic. this? Is it a resource? Like, blah, blah. Back in the day, you had, you could lose XP, you have negative levels, yes. and that was so Level punishing. Drain. Right? Ooh. That was so punishing. Red Wraith. Everything. Nom, like nom, that. Nom. And I think there's, st- there's still negative levels technically now, but it's just an ability loss kind of thing. Yeah. There's no, like, it's is not there that still bad. stuff that costs XP to do? Wish, I think. There's still because there's some things that, like there was a material component. I think of some 5, of the, I think there's some whatever. spells. I think simulac- totally How do you say simulac- simulacra? Simulacrum. I think that requires. I totally XP. dig on making XP a cost to do something, especially spells, but not a punishment. Especially spells. Simulacra. I know wish does. Nope, simulacra is not the word. Simulacrum. It is simulacrum. Snow or ice? No, and gold. Snow and ice and gold. Snow and ice and gold. Wish, on the other hand, 
XP, no XP cost. No XP. Maybe it doesn't exist anymore. I thought Wish I liked did. the XP cost for Wish. I, I too did. It, no, made it, was, you... it was it was Wish, not limited Wish. It had an XP cost. It made right? you really say, is this worth it? Yeah. I'm wishing. Ooh, 5,000 XP. Which, yeah. honestly, well, the high levels wasn't that much, but it was something. Yeah. It could, it could drop you a level. I think we should be reconsidering how we're using XP. I agree. And not just a thing that's happening. Maybe. Ooh, bam. Those Snap at me, bitch. upgradable items that you have to use XP <gasps> to upgrade. Oh! That's genius. It so you have to like XP into you have it. to level and then get a little bit past it so that you can pour item pour into it and still maintain your level. This is re- okay. All right, all right. That's it. I think for this episode. I, th- I don't. I don't want to like. I think that's a great place to stop. Uh, I think it's for this episode because, as unusual, we've learned we've, and we learned come up something. with a couple ideas These are, here. I'm gonna re-listen to this. These couple are times. free for all those who listen to it. So congratulations to three people who listen to this. And if you have ideas of your own on how we can use XP Please. as a story mechanic instead of just as XP, yeah. let us know. Free, send those to rwdpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe to the show and rate it on various platforms. Again, if you rate the show on iTunes or something, it's not just for us to like feel good. It's so other people can find the show. Yes. Um, follow us on Twitter at rwdpodcast. And um, we will see you next time. Until then. Thank you.